0: Welcome to MLB Injury Insights, a podcast powered by Dynasty OneStop featuring Doctor of Physical Therapy Nick Savali, providing you all you need to know about injuries, player timelines, and more, so you can make informed decisions in your fantasy baseball leagues. Now here's your host, Dr. Nick Savali. Hello and welcome to another episode of MLB Injury Insight. You're here with Nick Savali, Doctor of Physical Therapy. We're going to be talking about all the injuries, all the major injuries that happened in Major League Baseball over the last 10 to 14 days, and we're going to start out with some analysis of the more relevant higher tier fantasy players, but we'll dive a little bit deeper into what a labrum injury is today and talk about a couple players who have recently suffered a labrum injury, one requiring surgery. One potentially not requiring surgery, but we'll get to that in just a minute. We're going to talk about Michael Harris to start off. He was initially expected to return around April 17th following his collision with the wall. He had some back spasms and just some soreness that disallowed him from swinging and doing some baseball activities. He's back to taking BP on the field and now live batting practice against hitters. Uh, But the timeline got delayed just a little bit. It seems like they didn't quite experience the decrease in swelling that they were hoping for um, at the rate that they were initially expecting. So first week of May is a good time to expect Michael Harris back. And I don't really see this impacting his game. It seems like they're taking the appropriate amount of time to make sure he's coming back 100 percent instead of trying to push him back at 70 or 80 percent. Justin Verlander has thrown 43 pitches in a sim game his target to return is the first week of May I don't see any issues with that as well it sounds like he's going to be the old Justin Verlander when he comes back so good update there Carlos Rodon of the Yankees still hasn't thrown a pitch in pinstripes but uh unless you count Chicago but his forearm strain and back strain have both kept him out for the entirety of the season to this point he's played catch he played catch over the weekend on Sunday, which I guess is a good sign it's still a little bit slow compared to what we initially expected um, due to the setback with the back injury but if he's playing catch now and it felt fine, he's going to progress to uh flat ground bullpens, then regular bullpens, then pitching against live hitters, and then possibly a minor league rehab assignment, which makes it reasonable to expect him to return maybe around mid to late May. Luis Severino through more live batting practice, and he might be able to return after a short minor league assignment. This is going to be a quicker timeline than Carlos Rodon, it seems like. Uh, He might even return this first week of May, depending on what they see from him in a minor league outing. Much like Severino and uh, his possibility for a short minor league outing, Tony Gonsolin is expected to return this Wednesday after throwing just one minor league rehab start. He went three innings in that start, so we can expect him to get to maybe five, I would say, in his MLB debut for 2023 gonsolin's coming off an ankle injury and it really seems like he's just progressing nicely and he has beat the timelines that they initially gave him so everything seems to be going well for tony gonsolin he's somebody who we wouldn't have expected 200 plus innings from anyway just due to his history of innings pitched per year so The fact that he missed a few innings at the beginning of the year might just make him a little bit more reliable throughout the rest of the season, and he could possibly total around 150 and and stay healthy the whole rest of the year, that would be great. Corey Seager remains out with his hamstring strain. He is expected to remain out until at least mid-May. It was a 4-6 to week timetable initially when it happened, suggesting a grade 2 strain. And that was back in mid-April. So mid-May is a good expectation of when Seager will be back. And with a slew of shortstop injuries and disappointing starts to season, whoever rosters, core Seager, is probably happy to hear that. They only have to go without him for another couple weeks. So next I wanted to talk about Garrett Mitchell and Logan Ohapi. They might not be the most fantasy-relevant players, but... They had good starts to the year, especially Logan O'Happy at a position like catcher, with a slash line of two eighty three, three thirty nine, five forty seven, and four home runs in sixteen games. Logan O'Happy provided some offense for the L.A. Angels and was able to be in a lineup with Trout and Otani. So, anytime you are going to get someone productive in that lineup, it's a clear, clear asset in fantasy, especially when. You find that at the catcher position. Unfortunately for Ohapi, he experienced a torn labrum and he's out four to six months. Uh, Max Stasi is also on the IL for the Angels, so Matt Dice and Chad Wallach are the two remaining catchers. But Lee, Logan Ohappy experiencing that labrum injury and along with Garrett Mistral experiencing a labrum injury wanted made me want to talk about the labrum and kind of put it in layman's terms as to what it actually does. Um, so before we get into that, Garrett Mitchell also is experiencing two, I think, two different occasions where he experienced some labral pain, which could have resulted in two separate tears or uh, two, uh, one tear that got exacerbated on the second attempt. So he first experienced some pain sliding into third and the next inning from the outfield he tried to gun someone down and the throw looks like it put him through a lot of pain so the labrum is a part of your shoulder that helps add stability to the joint basically our shoulder joint is a ball and socket joint in which the socket is extremely small relative to the ball so if you can imagine that you've got the large ball trying to fit into a small and shallow socket. It doesn't provide a whole lot of stability. That's why our shoulders are so mobile. We can reach over our head and behind our back. And it's kind of by design that it's so unstable so that it has more mobility. The issue with this is when you are performing overhead activities, especially high velocity activities like baseball and throwing a ball, The muscles around the shoulder are taxed to an extremely high level and trying to maintain the stability that the joint doesn't naturally provide. So that's where the labrum comes in. The labrum is essentially a socket extender. It is shaped in a way that it kind of makes it look like a deeper socket and it wraps around the ball and it helps provide some more stability and it takes some pressure off the rotator cuff and the surrounding ligaments. So when you injure your labrum, usually it is due to an impact or a fall on the ground, like the slide in the third base example, or from overuse to the point where you are now throwing the ball so hard and so many times that the rotator cuff muscles get overloaded and the responsibility goes back onto the labrum to, maintain stability and eventually it just can't handle it anymore. So it seems to be that that's what happened for both Garrett Mitchell and Logan Ohappy. Garrett Mitchell's was a little bit more due to the slide. I think that the impact probably is what caused it and the throw made it a little bit worse. Um, Looking at the Brewers roster, Joey Weimer is now most likely to get an increased role, especially in the outfield. And a lot of people are anticipating Sal Freelich to be called up, but that is going to be delayed by a thumb injury that has put him on the minor league IL. So some good replacements for Ohapi and Mitchell if they're still available. Jonah Heim at catcher, although his roster rate has gone up pretty fast in the last couple of days. People catching on to seeing what he's doing. And for Garrett Mitchell, if you still have a shot at Josh Lowe, that would be a great addition, uh, providing a similar skill set to Garrett Mitchell. So we're going to move on to another young prospect who has a little bit more of a curious situation. Uh, Alex Kirilov has finished his 20 day rehab assignment, but they're keeping him down in the minors. And this could be due to some lingering pain. Uh, in the wrist, or potentially just a roster decision where they want him to get more reps down there, but I think a lot of people anticipated him uh, coming up a lot sooner once he was done with that rehab assignment, so that's something we'll keep an eye on as well. Jamison Tyon started playing catch after his groin injury on Thursday, which is a good sign that he's not totally and completely sidelined right off the bat. He can stay active with his shoulder that should decrease the amount of time spent on the bench Uh, most likely it is a grade one to grade two strain according to some various reports in that groin muscle uh, that's going to really affect him as he strides out towards home plate so one thing to look for with jameson tyone when he comes back is to look at those baseball savant metrics especially his extension when you can't stride out that far Uh, towards home plate you're going to potentially lose out on extension and so if we start seeing some numbers that don't look like his normal uh, when he comes back we could probably infer that that means he is not completely healed or completely stretched out again and that'd be a warning sign to possibly hold off on throwing him out there on your on your starting lineup until that extension returns to what it was. Chris Bryant has been experiencing sacroiliac pain following a swing, uh, and as of yesterday, he is saying, and the team is saying, it still has nothing to do with the back injury that affected him last year for a couple of IL stints. Um, the SI joint is your sacroiliac joint, and it's where your sacrum meets your hip bones. So it sounds like during the swing, he either had a strain of some of the muscles that connect those two joints, or it could have just been compression between the two joints since they sit so closely together. Um, and for those of you wondering what the sacrum is, it's essentially the entirety of the bone that makes up your tailbone and it sits right under the lumbar spine, which is the lower curve and the last five segments of your spine. So basically right below the spine and articulating with the hip joint that's where Chris Bryan's feeling that pain those are big strong muscles so if it is a strain it takes a little while for them to relax and loosen up Uh, when you do strain a muscle like a glute or a hip rotator muscle that does take a little longer because it's usually more of a significant strain just because of the amount of force that those muscles can provide especially in something so violent as a swing Uh, Andres Munoz has been experiencing the deltoid strain that's kept him out throughout this first month or so of the season. Uh, An end of April or very early May return is expected, and he's hoping to throw some live batting practice this week. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Not always. they, They don't always send relievers to minor league rehab starts and, or I should say, relief appearances just because they have only one inning to pitch in most cases, so he might just be ready to join the team as soon as he throws a couple successful live batting practice sessions. And finally, Jeffrey Springs, unfortunately going to miss the rest of this season and likely some of next season following Tommy John surgery. This was initially reported as ulnar neuritis, which is the inflammation of the ulnar nerve that passes just underneath the ulnar collateral ligament. Uh, But what we found out is, in addition to the ulnar neuritis and the inflammation, there was also a tear in the UCL that was unable to be ignored, and now there is surgery required. Jeffrey Springs will likely be out until around the All-Star break of 2024, which is really a huge bummer to a lot of people who were relying on Springs to be a massive breakout candidate this year. It looked like he was going to be one. You always wonder what the effort level is by someone who's breaking out and experiencing success. And by that I mean what percentage of max effort are they throwing on each pitch? Are they so amped up with their success that they're really just throwing close to 100% and that's something you can't really do as a starter and experience long term success. Not the same way you can as a reliever or a closer. Jeffrey Springs was working into that starting role, he was having tremendous success, and this isn't any speculation on any fault of him or Ray's staff, this is something that I take from personal experience, if you start a game out striking out three people, your mind goes right to how many strikeouts can I get today, how can I maximize this performance, And he was having some excellent outings over and over again, dating back to last year. So he's probably just excited on the mound and throwing harder, maybe putting more effort in, and that could be something that his body just wasn't used to. Again, this is speculation on my part, but I think there's a pretty good chance of it. And it's not the first time we've seen someone start to break out and then see an injury that kind of seemed to come out of nowhere, so... It's not really anything you can go and start predicting injuries with, Um, and this could be something that's totally different that has nothing to do with his effort or his approach. But certainly the first thought that I had was along the lines of he's, he's probably extremely amped up. Maybe that affected the way he was releasing the ball and putting more effort in each throw. So we'll continue to go over all these injuries that come up in Major League Baseball, at least the ones that are most fantasy relevant. If you have any specific questions on injuries, feel free to DM me or tweet at me at NicoCiva1. That's N-I-C-O-C-I-V-A and the number one. And we'll continue to keep you updated with any uh, major injuries that impact the game. Until next time, have a great day. Have a great time watching baseball, and we'll talk soon.